staying alive out there, Frank? Staying alive indeed. I got the Saturday night fever in there. <coughs> for sure. We had a. You, did you, did you catch that? I never knew they said that in the song. Uh, trying to understand the New York Times effect on man. Wow. That's what they're saying right there. Don't sleep on the Bee Gees, folks. They are talented musicians. It's a crazy song to listen to, yeah. Have you heard the Bee Gees before they did the high pitch <coughs> pivot into uh, disco? It's pretty crazy. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's similar to uh, if you ever listened to early Fleetwood Mac before they got the chicks in the band. It's just like a, like a dirty blues band. I never heard that one either. Pretty crazy, right? But uh, a lot of these bands, man, they like go through these um, cycles and then they change with the times. Like, you know, Can I tell you something, man? That. You got to watch the music video for this song. These <laughs> guys are like the OG veneers. Wow. Really? Dude, I swear to God, these are like the first veneers. They were rich boys, made. the BG uh, fellas, I believe. They're like just these giant, bright white fake teeth. These pearly whites? Oh, it's so funny looking. Now that's all you see on TV. I don't even think people have real teeth anymore. Yeah, right? Kind of creepy. We were. It's the Seth Meyers look now. A lot of them look like Seth Meyers from uh, The Late Show. He, he's got the orange <coughs> skin, but it's a very off settling, you know, unsettling orange, almost Trumpish. And, no, but they uh, all did that. The women all went for the lips. It's the women too. No, and then the the ultra white neon super glow teeth. It's crazy. Most of them are fake. Yeah, I think there are a it's lot weird. of them are veneers. I was telling me back uh, on the East Coast, in the kind of more elitist realms of society, yet the veneers, dude. That's like standard, man. They all rock the veneers. Don't they, like, file down your real teeth? Yeah, they literally file down your teeth, and then they put in these f- into nubs, and then they stick these, uh, these suckers on. <coughs> Dude, you're signing up for a whole life of maintenance. Yeah, man. Like, not, not just maintenance of, I mean, I got to brush and floss. Also, like, every 10 years or whatever, I got to go in for an overhaul, right? <laughs> it's, it's a weird one. Oh, that's terrible. Like, there's no way that's permanent, right? That yeah, can't be better than your real teeth. I it? have no idea what's better. Uh, you know, you would think Can we get that... a dentist to call in here? <laughs> <laughs> there's this book I read by Philip K. Dick. It was the uh, Stigmata... <clears throat> I can't think of the title right now. Um, in, in the book, uh, the elite of the society, they live on an earth... <clears throat> this is written like what in the fifties or forties, and uh, the elite of society, uh, you know, they they're able to vacation to Australia, right, because of the way that the Earth has warmed, um, due to various factors, right, like being close to the sun or you know all that shit, and I think maybe uh, pollution, I'm sure, but uh, yeah, of course. <clears throat> There is this warming effect. People are vacationing in Antarctica, but a part of the story that I remember very specifically or vividly was that the the elite of society would get these like scales put on their skin so they could survive out longer, you know? Mm. 
And uh, I I just remember thinking, like, we're going to enter this realm of society where, and maybe we are there. We always joke about Nancy Pelosi's tits and her face, but they stop at the neck. You know, like, it seems just like people are just getting nipped and tucked and sewn together and parts are being added. And we're kind of in that, <laughs> you know, like that kind of realm in the future now. We're like, I don't know, people are like, getting shit grafted to them to survive longer. Yeah, but it's not for longer survival. I don't know. Maybe the veneer thing is part of it. You know, I don't know. Uh, Maybe the people in the elite class know something we don't, right? No, I think they're just very vain. They don't have limitations like we do. (laughs) I prefer it that way. I really would. I always think about, like, what I would do... Like, I always think, like, what would I do if I won the lotto, right? Yeah. And I honestly think it would probably be the worst thing that ever happened to me. If I won the lotto, <laughs> I'd probably get a, a place somewhere. Just, I'd probably just get a place and fucking... I don't know. Eventually, I'd go down a, a, a bad hole of just booze and weed, and eventually other drugs would creep in, you know? Yeah, because you didn't earn it. And I think if you earn your money slowly. No, even people that earn it, there's certain people that are just better off without it. Well, I think you're better off being a hermit in your 80s than you are in your 30s. For sure. If you earned your way to hermit land in your 80s, you earned it. Go yeah. for it. And like you're th- better, like I'm better off with no money until I'm 80. I think that's true for most people, you know. We shouldn't have guys like that Sam Bakerfield weirdo dude from FTX. Right. That guy that's, shouldn't exist. No, that's, that's most people. He screwed over that, a lot of average people. No, but I think that is the average person. <laughs> Sam Bakerfield guy? Yes. You think he you was give, patsy? You give people money, we're all Sam. You know, that's a great call. We're all gonna get those beach resort homes, uh, with the you know, infinity pool, right? Yeah, like the way I had it, the way I heard it was like you have to imagine he was running this exchange, right? Yeah, and the way things were going, as long as the cryptos kept going up, he was actually fine and very successful for sure. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's just like, it's very easy to just see how anybody, anybody, almost everybody you've ever known could fall for that trap of, fall, you know, like, believing you're, you're no, you know what you're doing. And What do you mean? Have you seen, what was it, the Compton, uh, the, <laughs> the movie about NWA? Was it called NWA? Straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton, dude. Did anyone see that? You remember the scene? Where they're all at that party at their house. <laughs> and it's just like tons of people dancing around the pool and they're all just hanging out. Dude, you get a ton of money. You want it. You want that situation. Yeah. You want that fucking Everybody party. Everybody wants it. Like yeah. Entourage. Remember the show Entourage? That show oh, was super yeah. popular because everybody wanted to be the dudes from Jersey who make it big and live the Go high life in fucking Hollywood, man. Yeah. That's why, because everybody watched that show and they're like, that could be me and my boys. 
good dream. And it's terrible. Uh, no, I don't want it. No, I don't don't think you want it. Dude, it's so fake. It's disgusting. Yeah. You want to go home every day to the the ugly wife you don't love anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I think the the great lie is the fame, the fortune, and all that nonsense. The way they've duped society is by convincing people you don't want to go have that home on your land and have your own produce and your you know your own animals and well, dude, I read I read the craziest fact it was like uh you know now the average american home you need a six figure salary to afford it right oh yeah and, and, but one of the things is like everybody talks about like oh my god houses are so expensive now dude the average american home now is like 2000 square feet <laughs> right where am I gonna, like, where am I gonna put my uh, pool table, dude? That's what I mean. It's like eighteen hundred <laughs> square feet, three bedroom, uh, dude. Uh, the realtor literally told me, "Do not buy a two bedroom house because you'll never be able to sell it." Oh wow! And it's like, well, that's why houses used to be affordable because you could start off and buy a two bedroom house for sure. There was a lot of them out there, right? It's a good call. Yeah. And maybe going forward, we won't need so many big homes, uh, at least in suburbia, because people aren't having as many kids. Could be. Yeah, a but thing. they still want the big homes. Man. Yeah, it's you true. Got to show it off. It's a status thing. You know, you honestly, know? I'm not buying into any of this bullshit, honestly, because <laughs> there's so much immigration happening in this place. <laughs> there's so many people still coming to this country. There's going to be constantly homes needing to be filled. You need two-bedroom homes. You know, like... I, yeah, but they're not building them. Oh, they're not building them anymore. That's why, there's right, no, yeah. that's why you don't... Dude, there's none around. Oh, so they're, they're hard ju- to find. Everybody's buying them. If they do go up for sale, they're buying them, and they're tearing them down. Really? They're building, a, a building bigger homes. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah, okay. That Because it's, it's more profitable. For sure. Yeah, good call. And every and the thing too is like nobody wants it. Interesting. That's like it's crazy. You're better off just buying a home and splitting it into two then. Right? Yeah, but then yeah, then you run into like legal things. I know. <laughs> uh I, I know, know it's, it's a- just kinda crazy. Like I don't know. Well, we live. People, everybody (laughs) wants so much more than they used to want back in the day. You know what I mean? And that's my whole point with the immigrants, too, is it used to be immigrants like Nona (coughs) who bought the two bedroom house, you know? Yeah. Now they all want, you know, what the Americans want. Which is uh, massive houses, right? Yeah. They all want to be Kim Kardashian. Yes. Good call. That's the ones we idolize, I guess, as a culture. It's no longer the Andy Griffith show, right? No, who probably lived in a two-bedroom house. I think it might have been a two-bedroom, yeah. The kids shared a room. Wasn't that big of a deal. The kid was Ron Howard, man. Oh, Ronnie. Oh, yeah. Probably (laughs) the best redhead, huh? The best redhead? I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> name a better. <laughs> oh, male redhead, obviously. 
Come on, Carrot Top? Are you kidding me? Yeah, well, I'm giving him number two. <laughs> Next. I think it starts and stops with Carrot Top. He's the number one redhead <laughs> in the entertainment industry, man. Is he number one? Ron Howard produced some good movies. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I know there's some out there. Well, you know who's maybe a redhead? I'm not sure they're bald now, but I know they love red lipstick. Is a fellow that's in the news recently, Mike, who used to, believe it or not, work for the Biden administration. His name? Sam Britton. Uh, Britton? Britton. Britton? Britton. I can't. Britton, right? Did you yeah. say he used to work for him? Oh, is he still there? There's no oh, way he's, he's still there. Oh, no way. Frank. No way. He's still in charge of nuclear waste. No. No way. Yeah. Frank, he does this in his free time. <laughs> Stealing women's baggage. <laughs> you know I scored a clip for this man. You begged me for it. It's the only one. Oh, I, could I can't believe you found me. <laughs> it's the only one I could get. Take a guess at who was willing to report Tucker. on this. <laughs> Close. Literally, uh, maybe uh, an hour off there, I believe, right before him. Uh, the douchebag. What's his name? Uh... Yeah, douchebag du jour, Jesse Waters. You called it. It's the only guy I can yeah, get. Man. Yeah, but yeah, that's exactly who I was He honestly kind of quickly explains what's going on here. It's pretty interesting. Have, has it been... Has it been debunked on any levels? This uh, Well, let me tell you. It looks like he was taking the wrong package. Uh, I hate that guy. Is that who I'm thinking of? We're going to enjoy this one for sure. Here we go. Biden <laughs> administration yeah, loves yeah, to brag yeah. about its diverse slate of nominees. Biden administration <laughs> yeah, loves to you know brag who about he is. Diverse... I can't even tell the difference between you and him, actually. Biden administration <laughs> loves to brag about it. You, like, nailed it before I even played it. <laughs> You had his cadence and everything. It's perfect. It's outrageous. He annoys the shit out of me. I don't. I'm not a huge fan either. I'll be honest. He's like a bad. Um, um, he's like a bad Ross from Friends. He has that orange over makeup thing going on with the super white teeth and the pink lips. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it going on. It's weird. Uh, a lot of these TV. Maybe this is a product of our super crazy Ultra H 4K. UHD TVs. Uh, I think that's what it is. You can now see the makeup. And, and the makeup is just... They should just drop the makeup now and just go, oh, natural. Or I think it has to do with the lights they use. You're probably like now seeing like the ultra red. Yeah, maybe. You know, Trump, he was obsessed with the lighting. Knew what he was doing. He didn't look that good, so maybe... <laughs> you know, he didn't. <laughs> I mean, should have obsessed about your weight more than the lighting. You know, it's not the, it's not the light that makes you look two hundred and ninety pounds. <laughs> Maybe shorten up the tie and uh, trim <laughs> do down a, a few crunches. Pounds. Yeah, that's right. How about you let the light guy worry about the lights? You do a few push-ups. Skip a couple fish fillets while you're at it, man. <laughs> Fucking fish fillet. As, I, I know it says diet on the can, but when you drink 12 of them. <laughs> All right. So, uh, we're, we're. Well, let's hear what Jesse Waters has to say. <laughs> Biden administration loves to brag about its diverse slate of nominees. Your actual qualifications aren't really that important. It's more about how you look. 
<laughs> but we thought Sam smart. Britton might be an exception. Sam, an MIT grad and an expert, quote unquote, in nuclear energy, started back in June as a deputy assistant secretary in the Department of Energy. But we quickly discovered that Sam, who goes by the they them pronouns, oh, yeah. might not be the right person for the job. According to a report, there were substantial irregularities during Sam's hiring process. And Sam's gender identity may have taken precedence over actual qualifications. No. Perhaps the God, just tell the news. Yeah, I know, dude. Oh, <sighs> I'm sorry to do this to you all, but it, he does spew out some reasonable, interesting diarrhea at some point, I promise. He the loves administration. <laughs> you know that behind or like <laughs> next to the both... Like on both sides of the camera, there's just a mirror, right? Oh, and yeah, it's just no. showing if, him, you know? <laughs> if you're wondering who he's doing this for, it's himself. This is so he can jerk <laughs> off later to himself. <laughs> I know a guy. But will <laughs> I use the lotion or. <laughs> or Tubin? Nobody will know. <laughs> I have a friend who does some work, uh, some camera work in the news industry, and he, he has informed me that these, these Jesse Waters are full-on the douches that you see. They are... Oh, yeah, he can't hide it. Yeah, this guy no, cannot no. hide it. It's exploding out of him. He, <laughs> you know? Yes, dude, you're the worst. It's the worst part because, like... You're the Michael Knowles <laughs> of Fox News, dude. <laughs> That's so right on the money, man. Right? Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll watch you if I have to, dude, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> What's CNN got? Oh, fuck. <laughs> like, there's, there's a 50% chance CNN's got one of its f***s <laughs> on, and I'll take any one of those f***s over you. Let's, let's put it that way. It's the straight guys over on CNN that really annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's all right. Lemon, they surrounded him with a couple of chicks. Now you know he's back in line. He wears the turtleneck with the sports it's coat. Great. I oh, like it's it. So funny. It's a it's a smooth look for Don Lemon. I'm oh, I watch it. it just for the humiliation. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. You know? Imagine like when you were a kid, being able to just tune in to watch your friend who's in timeout at home. You know, like that's <laughs> that's what it's like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> with his sisters that's like <laughs> oh that's so funny man oh, this guy's grounded in his room and forced to play with his little sister you get to watch on tv it's fucking great while you're while you're at your buddy's garage smoking weed and hanging out it's fantastic. <laughs> that's good uh that's that's literally where don lemon is they put him in timeout. that's so fantastic like no don we're not gonna fire you but we'll put you in timeout. Oh, we can't fire you. Imagine the lawsuit. So we're gonna put you at 10 a.m. with these two bitches. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna let them kill you slowly. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing sucks the soul out of a man like two white women on either side of him. You know? God, how many gray men have we lost <laughs> to a white wife and a white mother-in-law? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
dude, this is why the uh, the NBA is losing me hard on watching any of their stuff recently. They're really hell bent on having these women announcers, and I understand, I get it, but I'm not into it. Okay. I I'm actually unwilling to can watch. I, can I throw something out here? Yeah. They have one thing the the men the the male announcers don't. Okay, I'll let one, you go there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Show some show some titties. No. Right? no, like, no, no come on, not... be sexy about it, dude. No, I've actually I heard an an an, uh, an interview with um a woman who does announcing, and she talked about how admittedly women's voices just aren't you know they're just so much higher that they're um they're not conducive really to like the live action sport environment even you know just from like a sound balance kind of uh thing and so women announcers they purposely go a little bit you can hear them doing it you know they're going lower with their voice and i i understand uh you know the inclusivity of it and i'm not saying that what if you get a girl that was born a dude? Yeah, I look, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, bring him on. Yeah, I'm all for yeah. it, actually. I'll take that. Right? It's it's a sound thing, though. I'm actually serious about it. Like, there's, it's weird when you watch a game and you just have, there's just a dynamic to it. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it, there's a sound element, and the woman voice. It it just doesn't actually uh it's not appealing. And they're losing ratings on it and it's been like on social media it's very you know, people have been very vocal, if you will, about, you know, their displeasure with it. But ESPN and these other channels are really pushing it, and I noticed they are not doing it with the NFL. The NFL said, No thanks. We're sticking with no. like Trankman and you know Yeah. Bob Costas or whoever, uh, Al Frank, uh, Al Michaels. You know what I mean? They're sticking to the the basic stuff, and then they go to the sideline chick reporter, which yeah, I like. Wrong, yeah, what's I'm, wrong with that? I love the sideline chick reporter, and the guys on the sideline, the players, the coaches, they don't want to talk to a dude down there. They want to talk to to the bubbly, uh, fun chick, right? Makes sense. And she can be knowledgeable of the game. It kind of makes sense that it worked for so many years. It like, worked why? for decades, man. They even did it in basketball for years. You you would cut to the chick, and during the timeouts, they'd interview the coach. And it's just <sighs> stick to what stick to what works. It's like you, yeah. And here's the thing: like, who are you appealing to? Yeah, that's who. The, that's what they really need to ask themselves. I'm what, serious yeah. about that. Like who. Uh, I tell Emma, like, oh, check it out. I'm watching uh, the Nuggets. Uh, did you notice the announcer? No. She's on TikTok. She doesn't even fucking care about basketball. Does she care <laughs> that the other announcer's a chick? No. But that's who you're appealing to, and this is stupid, man. This is really dumb. You don't need to do this. You're, you're ruining an aspect of all sports that I actually personally really enjoy, which is... You get that old school play calling that comes from people who have experience, either who have been doing the play calling forever or people who have played the game. And I'm not talking about a chick who played WNBA calling 
play-by-play for the NBA, it's just not the same. Yeah, it's not the same at all. There's no way you could compete. It, you know, it's I don't know, it's just something that uh can't get over lately, Mike. It's killing mm. me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> it just be ruining everything, dude. They're ruining everything, and then on top of all of that, Sam Brinton is stealing their luggage, dude. <laughs> Welcome to Tangent with Mike and Frank. I totally forgot we were talking about that. Take it away, Sam! ...chose this former nominee for other reasons. Maybe they were impressed by Sam's lectures on kink, or their interest in pup play, whatever that is. We got on this topic because we were talking about Jesse Waters. We're oh, talking about... Right. We're talking about a guy who works with the Biden administration, but we can't get past the fact that it's Jesse Waters and Jesse Waters <laughs> can't get past his voice. And <laughs> Is that a stage name? Did he choose that? <laughs> Terrible. Either way, it so looks this, like Sam's... This, this, this is why we gotta stick to the Jews, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> Goodbye, YouTube. This guy's got no stage presence. <laughs> Not only unqualified, he might... It was originally Waterstein. I don't know if you uh, knew him in his previous <laughs> career. Jesse Waterstein. <laughs> and I'm a bigot. All right, uh, we're going to continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Jesse Waterstein. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Waterstein, that's funny, right? I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's Genius. Also be a criminal. <laughs> Brinton was allegedly charged with felony theft last month. Biden's nuclear energy expert apparently stole a woman's luggage at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport on September 16th. And there's video. Took the luggage, took the tag right off the bag, and ran into an Uber, and then checked into a hotel. And when cops asked if he took the woman's bag, he said, not that I know of. But these look like my God, I hate this guy. We called Hennepin County and they confirmed the person arrested matches Sam's first, middle and last name. We have not independently confirmed this. We really hope Sam is not the same guy who Biden hired. Like you're reading a story. It's a different guy. Yeah, you're reading a story about a guy who stole the woman's luggage. I know. (laughs) Took it to a hotel room and stole her clothes. Yeah, you seem like the biggest douche in the story. <laughs> Why? Why, Jesse Water, Steen? Why must you do this to us? How, how are you the biggest douche right now? <laughs> Can't even get over it to talk about this dog guy. Dude, what's going on with this dog guy? Okay, so there's... <laughs> Maybe this is the brilliance of uh, the powers that be... Right, they uh, could only give us this Jesse Waters clip, <laughs> and very few people were reporting on this. By the way, this happened in September. I was just thinking that why did we not hear about it till after the midterm? Oh, we had to wait, right? Uh, uh, yeah, God, of course. The cover up, dude. Even you, Jesse Waters, didn't talk about it till now. 
No, and I apologize uh, for that molestation of our ears that we just went through. Uh, that was just... Um, it was a man verbally masturbating himself to all of us. Jesse Waters, well Terrible. done, sir. Uh, he loves himself. Don't, don't ever do that again. <laughs> I will never... I hereby declare I will never clip Jesse Waters on the Dude Man podcast. I'd rather a Gutfeld. Ugh. <laughs> All right. I'm following up with a Thursday Gutfeld. You heard it here. <laughs> no, he's, he's just as bad. Yeah, that was horrible. But look, there's some meat on this bone, uh, for real. I mean, this is the leather-faced uh, dog lover fella who has the shaved head. He wears dresses. He's got the bright lipstick. He's in charge, or he's a part of the nuclear uh, energy, I believe, Mike, right? Is that correct? I, I don't know or, what he's yeah. in charge of, but he, he shouldn't be anywhere near the government, dude. This guy has serious mental problems. He stole a woman's bag at the airport and then wore her clothes. Allegedly. No, dude, this guy has problems. It's not allegedly because he took pictures and posted them online in the women's clothes. Yeah, they're really... Bizarre pictures, uh, you, know, I mean, you know. He should go be on that HBO Max special. We're here. He'd be really good in that. I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one dude that got yelled at? That's what I thought too, man. When they went to ice cream. Um, I. It's crazy. This is kind of a big story, but nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to hear it. And YouTube wants to kick me off every time I talk about trannies and dudes cross-dressing. But look, if you're wearing dresses and lipstick, but you have a mustache and you shave your head, I think you shouldn't be considered for the administration in the <laughs> White House. No, dude. You I'm need sorry. To... You could do you any... need help. But don't... Dude, you could do anything else. Literally. Go do anything else in this country. Stay out of the White House. Stay out of government. You don't belong there because you have other priorities, clearly. And, and on top of it all, you're stealing luggage at the airport and then taking selfies with these clothes. So I mean, weird, it, man. That's mental yeah. illness, dude. We're allowing people with mental illness in the White House to... Ah. Maybe this is the point, right? Maybe the whole thing is the destruction of the reality or the things that were holding us together. Because everything was just perception forever, right? It was just a perception that things were working. Let's destroy that perception. No, no, no. You thought the White House was a place where government was being run. No, it's a circus, see? It's a total circus. And they're all clowns. And we're throwing it in your face. They're not running no. the government or anything around the world. We're doing it secretly. And watch the circus here at the White House and watch our clowns dance. See, I think it's more like we have to back the shit we've been saying, right? And there's, there's so few gay and trans people, right, as it is. Yes. And then how many of those are going to be at the top of the field, right? And so when you're trying to hire cabinet positions, you need people in the top of your field, but you vow that you're going to hire trannies and gays and everything, right? Oh, yeah. So this is what you end up with, right? There's no way he's anywhere near the top of the field or anything. He's, 
obviously got problems, but they just they grabbed him because he was a an LGBTQ that they could throw in there. Yes. Yes. Right? Absol- yes, absolutely. So I don't think it's like a master plan to like, you know. I think it's just we have to I don't know. No, no, they no. have to they have to do it. You ran on this is what we are all about. You know, you're running on the whole platform that trans people are people and we're going to give them jobs. You know what I mean? Uh, yes. Th- look, we're actually circling almost the same topic in a weird way. You you are so focused. These people are so focused on a specific narrative and a specific and catering to a specific group. Right, these little tiny groups, let's say, that they're missing the big picture. That <laughs> there's all these other people here that you're not representing, and you're screwing at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't matter to majority of the population that you hired bald dude who has a leather clad dog faced boyfriend. that really doesn't matter but what does matter is that everything has gone to shit and then when we go digging around and look at your your administration you have a bunch of people who check all your stupid little boxes but nobody's getting anything done nothing is working everything is fucked right now not only that it makes it look really bad when you guys are trying to prove the point that these guys are like no i hired this guy look he dresses a little weird he's a little weird but he's a good guy he's a great job you know what i mean he's good at his job and you're not even a year into your job and you got a felony for stealing you know it's like <laughs> look, is this is really a good guy and, I, and now you're the you're the best of the you know of the trannies like right that's know. a great call and yeah, the best of the tree. Uh, you know, so stupid. I've uh, done a fair share of hiring in my day, and I always had a 10-second rule. All right? I have a feeling in 10 seconds on you. It's either mm-hmm. thumbs up or thumbs down. If it's thumbs down, I'm not going to hire you. Be- yeah. Because in any professional scenario... You have about a 10 to 15 second window there to give a first impression to, to people. That's a good call. And if you're walking up to an interview for a job you want and you don't give me your best impression in those first 10 seconds, I don't want you on my team. Yeah. You're not worth my time if I'm not worth your 10 seconds to show me your best. Or be your best. And sometimes, Mike, and I believe this, we, without even knowing, show our true selves in 10 seconds or less. There are just moments where we show ourselves. And I always think that's a great kind of way to go off of starting an interview or a hiring process for low-level work, obviously. But look, if this guy who does the nuclear shit, the dog face leather guy with the lipstick, <laughs> Sam Brinton, if he walked into a salad joint that I was managing, I would say no in 10 seconds. Right. I don't even want you on my salad making team. Don't even need to hear it. Because I know my customers just don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Because I don't want to walk into a place 
didn't see that. Biden administration out of 350 million people in this country thought this is the guy. <laughs> this is the one we need. Number one pick. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what criteria could, are you running on? You're could not have even, had anybody. Could have had anybody. The dude. My point is the dude doesn't even pass the 10 second rule for a fast casual restaurant, and the Biden administration is like, sign him up. <laughs> He's our man. Six-figure salary. If you want to understand why everything is so fucked up in this country right now and why our standing around the world is so messed up, it's because our this administration doesn't even pass the 10-second eye test. Yeah. You look at a picture of these freaks, man. It's a clown show. Absolutely. From the camel all the way down. So that's why I wanted to talk about Sam Brinton because uh, I find yeah. this uh, just to be the perfect picture of what we've been experiencing the last two years. Look, when you check off the boxes, this is what you get. And by the way, like everything else, you know, like uh, the fact that they can't do the student loan forgiveness and the fact that they're just uh, secretly signing deals with Chevron in Venezuela to pump some more gas because they fucked yeah, up right. on the energy uh, situation. They saved everything for after the midterms, just like this little nugget. And this is a juicy nugget. Don't you think the voters would like to know about voting back in for another go at it with, you know... The dudes who wear dresses and steal people's luggage. I don't know. Yeah, this w- this would have been a good one. I thought it was a little, but look, kind you know of- what's pis- you know what's uh, bothering the people even more though. No, you know what I think is going to be the downfall of the Biden administration. No way. No, I have no idea. The the uh the rail union strike. Yes. Excellent I'd, pivot, sir. I I mean I know this is bothering us on the right. But what's actually bothering his his people is the fact that you guys were supposed to be the Labor Party, and right now you're forced you're about to force these workers to accept a deal they voted against. So, uh, you you uh, you're a union man yourself. Do you uh, support the union here much? <laughs> 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 I'm just joking. I would never put you on the spot there. So I always say, the way I would say it is, uh, I have to be part of the union because I live in a union city. But I would rather live in a city that wasn't a union city. Mm. Rail. Oh, yeah. That I wouldn't be required to look working. I think unions are kind of what are, like, the, if you look at Chicago, it's the unions that make it unaffordable to live here. Wow. If you're not yeah. union, you can't afford it, right? Yeah, I, w- I was just thinking rail union, though, because it's um, coast to coast, if you will. I feel there's something that kind of extends beyond localities. Right, uh, that's different because that's like a federal. Yeah, so that's why I think, you know, when we're talking unions, yeah. you know, localized unions versus, yeah, let's local say, union, yeah, versus yeah. like a national union, it's a whole different ball game. and. The rail union, I mean, this is... I think you definitely need, like, a rail union because you're dealing with, like, state-to-state commerce. Like, uh, same thing with, like, truckers and everything. Like, you need somebody that's going to fight for, like... You know, like, Ohio wants to enforce some weird tax. 
Right. You know, it's yeah. like, we don't want, you know, like, because you drove through Ohio, you owe them income tax. You know, like. Oh, I mean, do we a, support this? You need a union this? that's going to fight that bullshit. As a local, Ugh. as a regular guy, as a dude, do you, are you supposed to go and support the union guys on this? Because it does, well, I got a clip, actually. Do we want to get a little background info on what's happening so here? As a, as a regular guy, I'm always going to back the guy who's transporting my food. That's beautiful. I love it. I totally support it, <laughs> right. and I agree with you. Uh, and I'm always going to go against Joe Biden <laughs> if he's going against the guy transporting my food. And apparently, um, that is the case, which is pretty uh, wild because you know I thought Joe was, you know, he was the common guy. He was the Jack. He was the corn pop. Oh, we're going to bring back good union jobs. <laughs> That's right. It's all about good union jobs. He's just the guy down the street eating some ice cream, right? Uh, yeah, chocolate, so- chocolate chips, right? Uh, rail strike. This was in the news for the last few weeks. I actually was almost going to bring it up, but then it looked. I thought for sure they were going to do whatever it took, right, to get this moving, or you know. Oh, fix they did. The issue. They did whatever they could to get it past the midterms. They did whatever they could to get past the midterms, <laughs> and then Joe Biden turned around and said, "Go fuck yourself." <laughs> In labor news, President Biden (laughs) sided with big business and has... Oh, sorry, I forgot to warn you. Grab a glass of water, people. Uh, Uh, We're about to enter democracy now territory. (sighs) It's the thirstiest region in the land. That three seconds (laughs) dropped Lake Michigan two inches. (laughs) I apologize for the lack of a warning there, yeah. and uh, It's dry. Yeah, chapstick, water, whatever you can do to stay hydrated there. I I don't believe in chapstick, though. I think that's a conspiracy. Okay, here we go. Amy, Amy Goodman, take it away, Mary. Urge Congress to intervene to block freight rail workers from going on strike, saying it could devastate the economy. On Monday, Biden asked lawmakers to quickly pass legislation to impose a labor deal that's been opposed by the majority of freight rail workers. In a statement, Biden said, quote, as a proud pro-labor president, I'm reluctant to override the ratification procedures and the views of those who voted against the agreement. But in this case, where the economic impact of a shutdown would hurt millions of other working people and families, I believe Congress must use its powers to adopt this deal, Biden said. Many union activists criticized Biden's move to block a strike. Ron Kaminko, a locomotive engineer and organizer for Railroad Workers United, spoke to Democracy Now! last night. We could have seen Biden actually opt for telling Congress he would like to see Congress pass legislation uh, that uh, mediates an end to the conflict uh, under which more favorable terms to the workers, which is to say a handful of sick days. And that's what this has come down to. Uh, railroad workers traditionally have had no sick time. And now with the very, very harsh attendance policies that we're faced with, railroad workers get very, very little time off work. This all comes as profits soar for the freight rail industry, which has reduced the rail workforce by 30% over the last six years. Yeah, well, maybe if you didn't institute vaccine mandates, you wouldn't have lost so many workers. Oh, good call, right? And then you wouldn't have to overwork the ones who got vaccinated and stayed on force. That's exactly what happened. And they can't report that. They can't talk about it. But that's the reality here. Yes, that's really what's happening. And it all comes back, everything goes back to the fucking mandates. Bad policy. It's always the mandates with everything. You want to talk about the fucking inflation, it's the fucking mandates, man. 
You want to talk about yeah. nobody wanting to work? No, or there's, no flight crews. It's the mandates. Yeah, mandates. And here's the thing. I know they're offering uh, jobs back. Uh, they're going to offer people money back and right retribution for the uh, days lost, all that crap. People don't trust you anymore. They don't want to yeah, work. You can never give me the security I felt. Never. You know? This is trust lost forever, yeah, man. And forever. They can't explain why. Like, look, the people, I feel bad for these rail workers. They are stuck in a bad spot. They're the ones still working. They probably are the ones who got the vaccine. I can only oh, yeah. assume. And now nobody wants to <laughs> join the in. Worst, the worst part is the lawsuits are going to end. And all the people that went home are going to get back pay. <laughs> Which is happening. It's literally happening across yeah. the world at this point. So you're getting, you're getting, and that's what I think a lot of it is, dude. There's a lot of animosity. And I don't think you, I don't, I don't think these people realize it. There's a lot of animosity out there, especially from like guys like me who worked the entire time. Oh, yeah. And now I got to listen to you complain about shit. Like, I never stopped working. We're in this mess because you did. sat at home in your PJs. and You, you worked from home. Everything was great, right? Oh, yeah. And you collected uh, You got checks. your unemployment for, for nine months of unemployment. <laughs> and it was, it was double. Oh, yeah. Because you had, remember, the, remember when they were getting the bonus or whatever? It was doubly doo-dah, and then you got the freaking state checks, and Polis was cutting checks, and it was just, oh, yeah, man. Everyone was cutting. Yeah. It was, everyone was getting paid. How about all the yeah, except, PPE? Except me. I was fucking PPP? plunging toilets. There were small business owners who were getting millions for millions for nothing. Nothing. A lot of people bought a lot of brand new trucks. I saw a lot of big new uh, Tacomas. <laughs> a lot of Denali's. A lot Denali's. of F-250 oh, Super Duty. Yeah, with the plow. Oh, man. Everyone bit, went big time in Western 2020. plow, 8-foot blade. Oh, yeah. Man, let me get that joystick. I don't want the joystick. I want the uh, handheld <laughs> control, you know? I bought a, a dishwasher. It was a very exciting moment for me. Very exciting. Ooh, nice, yeah. nice. Uh, <laughs> I think it all comes down to those mandates. I, I feel like I've been obsessed with them forever, and I'm getting almost more enraged by the mandates now because everyone's pretending like they never happened. And then everyone's looking around like, why is everything so expensive? I know. That's what I... That's what I did we just forget what happened two years <laughs> ago? No, they definitely did. They definitely forgot. Just scroll through your fucking uh, TikTok history. You'll see the video, the dances you did. You'll see them. We were all there. We all saw them. Yeah. <clears throat> but the nurses. Ugh. Well, the nurses are who I'm talking about when I mention the TikTok da- dances. Because when your hospitals are filled to the brim, Mike, and you need the... Uh, the ship coming over, the military ship to, you know, handle all the excess dying, <laughs> right? Because you're so overwhelmed. In between over all that crazy death and dying, you coordinate a TikTok dance with your fellow coworkers, <laughs> you know, in your break time. 
Dude, I just saw that the absurdity of COVID, dude. Like, no, everybody, everybody, like, overlooked it and just kind of accepted. Dude, Cuomo, more people are dying than anywhere else in the world from COVID in New York, right? <laughs> yeah. Trump sends him this giant Navy medical ship, right? That could handle, like, 10,000 people <laughs> or whatever. Right. Yeah. Cuomo comes out like a week later and pretty much complains that like, ah, you know, we would have, yeah, we would have to drive the patients all the way to the boat and then get them on the boat. <laughs> but everybody just kind of like took that as like, oh yeah, Trump, you fucking asshole, you sent the boat. They don't need a boat. Like what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? The media got hot. They got turned on. They were, became Cuomo sexuals. It was outrageous, <laughs> dude. This guy complained about driving the patients to the boat. <laughs> How much easier do you want me to make it? <laughs> I brought the boat to your shore. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, we forgot. I guess we forgot. No, dude, it's it's unbelievable. Like, and then tr- out of that whole story, Trump became the asshole. It was like, wow. <laughs> I'm 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 fascinated by the fact that we are. Uh, oh, I just hit the. Uh, oh, we're echoing. I just got echo there. Yeah, did you get that too? Yeah, was, I, I heard it. Oh, nice. All right, we got a change in technology here. Good stuff. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> a little technical difficulty. A little there. virtual insanity. That's. You know? right. <laughs> Dude. Uh, we're at this point now that nobody understands that the jobs are not there because of COVID, because of these lockdowns, because like, look, in New York, you drove everyone out of your city, Chicago, you drove everyone away. Uh, all these major corporations and, uh, you know, the tech companies, they're cutting their labor by massive percentages. Twitter, Amazon, everything was bloated and inflated because of COVID, and now it's all being wrecked because of COVID. And the this rail strike, it's because of COVID. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Oh, it's definitely the mandate. That's what it all stems from. I think we're going to have more issues with this going forward. I really do. I don't think these industries are going to have an easy time hiring people. They're going to have to lower their standards. There's a lot of accidents going on here, especially with trucks. I, Dude, the plumbing union, man, I'm telling you right now. They're hiring amateurs, when, man. Dude, the, the, when I first tried to get into the union, it was like, it was a whole different rule. Dude, everybody was clean shaven every day. It was a rule. You had to be clean shaven, right? Yeah. Drug test was like a hair and they tested for everything. You couldn't have any weed. You couldn't have anything. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's like, dude, now you can smoke weed. Doesn't matter. The facial (laughs) hair is out of control. It's like, (laughs) right? Yes. They had to lower the standards so much because you guys put this mandate in and you lost all your apprentices. Not all of them, but you lost too many to sustain, right? Yeah, I haven't looked into it, but I assume they had some sort of mandate and probably still do. You just said it yourself. You guys are still rocking these mandates, or not mandates, but these weird 
federally based COVID restrictions in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I can only assume these things are going on in other liberal places and Joe Biden. Uh, I, gu- I guarantee you these rail people had it because it's a federal union. That's what, yeah, exactly. And so I, I just. Guarantee you. Because remember the airlines, if you had a federal contract, all your employees had to have it. And this was the major focal point for all the issues with uh, flights this year, which was they were short on pilots and people to... uh, And flight crew. Flight crew, which was a direct result of the fucking vaccine mandates, man. People don't want to be forced to do something medically in order to work in your industry. And maybe they'll find jobs somewhere else. And if you pull back this time, it's too late. You already did it. And you know what I think the problem is? Is uh, I think they underestimated the fact that if the media, the government, everybody around you, if everybody's telling you to take this experimental vaccine and you're the kind of free thinker that's like, nah, I'm not going to take that. Right? Well, then you're also most likely the kind of person that can go find another job, right? Yes. Because you're a free thinker, <laughs> kind of out-of-the-box person who doesn't have a problem going their own way, right? Yes, and you didn't take the vaccine, so uh, you know the your brainstem hasn't been corrupted, so you can actually speak. Yeah, you're not a zombie. Yeah, you're you're not you can communicate effectively yeah, still. That's right, yeah, you're still part of society in some way. Not a mouth breather. <laughs> Dude, crazy thing I heard about mouth breathing. I'm excited for this one. So there's a thought that, like, there's more mouth breathing going on post-mask. Oh, I believe it. I feel it. Because you were, like, (laughs) fight. You were literally fighting for air. Wow. So, like, there's a lot more in the pro. They said the problem is, and it happens very quickly, the more you mouth breathe, the more your face kind of adapts to mouth breathe. And what they found was that, like, just the, like, facial adaptations that your face goes through, and they say it happens within weeks. Wow. It makes you less attractive. Within weeks? Yeah. It's, like, noticeable. It's like your jawline starts to change. And, like, I don't know. And I don't know if you noticed it, but I, 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 I very much noticed there's just... Every because I used to have this sergeant who that's like his one thing his pet peeve was mouth breathers. Wow, he hated it, dude. <laughs> yeah. He would be he was a fucking dude. He was a fucking uh uh, he was a sergeant first class, dude. So he'd be in front of sometimes like a hundred and fifty people standing in formation, and he would call out like one person. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, close that fucking mouth. <laughs> He'd be like, God damn. <laughs> you'd always be like this is the you know they say bravo they say charlie we're foxtrot there's no mouth breathers in foxtrot you want to be a mouth breather go to bravo you know it's, it's, ain't no mouth breathers it's the classic sign of stupidity so yeah keep your mouth closed well as much as you can if you it will can. change your face to make you more attractive you're also um, kind of leaning on the mewing idea, which I believe uh, has been proposed uh, probably a long time ago. But the idea of um, you can structure your jaw and hold it and practice that kind of structuring, and it 
if you do it enough over time, you actually change how your uh, jawline is, essentially. Oh, absolutely. But the mouth breathing thing is for real. You need to keep your mouth closed. Oh, 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 oh,